Hello, hello everybody. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you may be in the world. And welcome to the home of Too Extreme for Mainstream. That was such a good intro again, wasn't it? Anyway, I'm your host, as usual, Kirsty Nightmare. And today's podcast is part one of Triple X Dark Web. Now, the reason this is part one is because I originally wanted to cast all of the actors in this movie um, to answer my questions. However, only four of them could get back to me, whereas the others, they're very, very busy at the moment, and so their responses will come in part two. So first and foremost, I want to thank Daniel White Gordinia for sending me the DVD. I absolutely love you for that. I love you forever. Um, I got the 300 book box limited edition DVD with the poster and a cover A version. But you can, however, purchase the standard version over at Tetro Video. I will put the link in the description. Um, I also wanted to thank Daniel for making this podcast happen, however, uh, by sending over my questions to all of the actors. I really, really appreciate it. Now, moving on to the triple X dot web. I remember hearing about this film before it was released and then forgot all about it for some reason. Then after my interview with Daniel, during and after our Vogue podcast, which you will hear a few podcasts ago, Daniel kindly sent me the movie triple X dot web. Now, if you know me, you know I'm desensitised, okay? I'm just going to be blunt. Nothing will faze me, put me off, and nothing will disturb me to the core. So if a movie can give me a reaction that was good, it's a recommended film. If, however, I can watch a film and rave about it right after, like I did with this one, that means two things. One, that's the kind of movie we should all sickos have. Um, or all sickles that should have um, and would need in our life, in our collection, so it's worth it. Um, and two, that's an achievement. Now, if any movie can move me off my seat and have me adrenaline going, it, it deserves a place, uh, if, you know, a loving place in my heart, put it that way. And this movie definitely has a place in my heart that I will never ever forget Daniel for sending me this absolutely love you for this like i said before anyway there has only been three films that have ever had that reaction from me for different reasons a serbian film being one sacrifice and sallow now i can add a number four to that collection of course there's films out there that i love but they don't give me that thrill the adrenaline going triple x dot web had everything to me it had my adrenaline going to the point i wanted more but in a good way meaning it was satisfied you know i was satisfied with what i saw and i absolutely loved it it gave me the go as well the go factor the disgusting part of it as well it gave me everything um that i can't explain um but anyway but now moving on to the interviews i do have responses from daniel and the lovely allison Emmanuel Machetto and Alex Hernandez. Now, I do apologise if I do see your names wrong. Please forgive me. Um, Daniel and Alison, who had their segment five, White Gardenias, Alison's Mouth Fills Up With Blood and Semen, sent me voice memos. And Emmanuel, uh, who had a segment three with dolls, sent me a PDF of his answers. And Alex, from his segment four, which I'm a little bit confused with this, um, with the names and... Um, 
Alejandro Hernandez, I believe that's your name. Uh, I do apologise if I get your name wrong. Uh, so I'm not really sure what segment this is from, uh, because from the answer that Alex sent me, it doesn't resemble with the segment that I saw in the film, because Alex, Alex's segment was deconstructing Roberto, uh, but in the answers that Alex sent me, he explains it as though um, it was a serial killer that had a car accident and he was injured and then he finally commits suicide and he's punished by two masked men. Now that segment um, was a different one, uh, so I'm, I'm not really too sure, but I'm going to read out the answers regardless. Uh, but yeah, so here we go. So I might as well start with the questions that I asked and I asked all of the actors the same questions. So these are the questions I asked and then I'm going to read out Alex's response and I'm also going to read out um, Emmanuel's response as well from the PDF. So the first question was, firstly, tell me about your segment in triplex.web, why they did the particular segment, what was the reason behind it? Do they have that particular fetish? Would they act with all the other actors again to create a feature length film? What are your particular favourite films? Are you a part of the alternative lifestyle? Do you go on the dark web and what are your opinions on the dark web? So that was me questions. Now, Alejandro Hernandez, please forgive me again if I don't say your name right. I'm not really good with names. Um, but anyway, so his first answer to uh, tell me about your segment was, he says, the prosperity of vice was born by an invitation from my dear friend, Dominciano. Oh my God, I can't see these names. Cristofaro. I do apologise. Um, he had the intention of making a compilation of dog web based experimental and gory shorts. My segment is only built by a script of a sheet. I like the improvisation of the actors. The plot of the segment is about the decadent life of a serial killer who after having a car accident is injured. When he finally commits suicide he is pushed, punished by two masked men, represented as demons. I like the experimental stuff, but I try to give a little more sense to my story and the bloodiest moments, it will look beautiful. The end of the segment is a social satire. There were magazines in the mid-90s in Mexico that were extremely graphic and featured gory material. It is for that reason that I put the cover of one of those famous magazines that sold in Mexico. I still have some of them. So that was the first one. And then what was the reason behind it? Then he goes on to say, I have no fetish in relation to the narrative or with any actor. I'd have to be crazy to do all those nasty things that I film in my segment. <laughs> then his next answer is, yes, I would like to collaborate with other actors, especially Italians for a future film. At the moment, I am shooting my next feature film, Justine, but it is stopped by COVID restrictions. I don't have a release date yet, but you can see more details about the project on this page. So thank you, um, Alex, for sending me that link. I will check it out. 
Um, his favourite movies are Suspiria, Possession, Cannibal Holocaust, Eastern Premises. Now the next answer was, those movies are a part of my lifestyle when I write a script or when I direct a movie, but I don't let it enter my personal life. You know, all violence and torture remains in fiction. I try to get it into my head the difference between fact and fiction. The next answer. I have never entered the dark web. I think the bloodiest real stuff that I have seen are those websites with graphic video material. Um, the next answer. The dark web hosts very nasty websites. I can detest that. From drug sales to human organs. I don't even want to imagine how many things there are. But the world of the internet is immense and the only thing I can say that is maybe the dark web gets stri- stronger from unpleasant material with every day that passes. You know, the people there outside are crazy. I have a gift. It's the cover of the magazine that appears at the end of the segment. I have never released a full cover before. Maybe you can frame it or stick it in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. Lol. <laughs> um... I will find where I can hang it. <laughs> um, but yeah, but thank you, Alex, for those answers. I enjoyed them. Um, and thank you for the poster. Uh, but yeah, so I do apologise if I stutter when I'm reading these um, answers. It's because I have, uh, I am reading them off um, my computer screen. So if it takes me a little while, I do apologise. But I will be writing all this up Um in a more worded format so if you do want to read the answers properly uh without listening um then please uh, go and check it out i'll put the link when i uh, put the interview up uh but for now it's just going to be the podcast but anyway now this these responses is from emmanuel machetto um so he's put the question and his answer so for those i forgot what the uh, questions were i'll re-say them out for you now so he says Hello everyone, I'm Emmanuel Machetto. Hello Emmanuel, the director of Dolls in Triple uh, X Dark Web. I apologise if I answer, uh, if I answer writing, but my level of English is terrible. Thank you for the space on your podcast. Stay tuned. Okay, Emmanuel, um, that's completely fine. Um, you can't help it. You've got a language barrier. It's fine. Um, so the first question I asked Emmanuel, the same as everybody else was tell me about your segment why did you do that particular one what was the reason behind why you did it okay so Emmanuel's answer is after triple x dark web a friend of mine Domiziano Domiziano Cristoforo (laughs) again apologize apologies the creator of the project asked me to participate in this second film It was a new opportunity to test my ability to manage a small set and stage extreme sequences. I started from a very simple consideration, how difficult it is to establish a real relationship, a human contact with a person, regardless of his, her nature. Often serial killers become what they are because they have a distorted perception of others, which prevents them from relating except with sociopathic and violent behaviours. Excuse me. Think about Ed Gein or Jeffrey Dahmer, for example. The protagonist of my story finds more accessible to relate to a doll rather than a real woman. 
Once my character finishes his macabre job, he turns down his head in a melancholic way. Apologies again. Because he realises in that moment that his gesture was useless. So again, I do apologise if I can't pronounce these words. I'm not very good with these words. But anyway, so the next question was, do you have that particular fetish you acted out? Emmanuel then says, my episode is nothing but cinematic suggestions. Many people compare my episode to William Lusting's Maniac. And maybe they are a bit right. But I didn't really think about it when I made it. My cinematic references make use of this kind of violence. Thanks to them, I know and appreciate it, but I have no particular fetishes that help me in my work. So that was that one. And then I asked Emmanuel, would you act with other actors and create a feature length film? He says, I'm not an aspiring actor, also because in real life I'm quite shy. Really? You're shy? Anyway, this project also gave me the opportunity to challenge myself as well. However, if someone would offer me this kind of proposal, I would consider it. A tip, my character's look is a Domiziano, Domiziano, Domiziano's idea. I got it there, I got it in the end. Then I asked Emmanuel, what are your favourite films? Then Emmanuel says, I have many. Those that have inspired me the most in general are certainly Pierre Palio Pasolini's films, especially Salo or The 120 Days of Sodom. Same as here. Uh, Freaks by Todd Browning. Three Iron by Kim Ki Duke. I think that's how you say it. And Desperate Living by John Waters. I appreciate cinema that deals with political and social issues in an unusual way. I recently saw Life and Death of a Porno Gang. It probably earned a spot on my chart. And then I asked Emmanuel, are you at all a part of the alternative lifestyle. He says, like everyone else, I seek my place in the world too, in my way, obviously. And then the last question I asked Emmanuel was, do you go on the dark web at all? What is your opinion on the thoughts of the dark web? Then Emmanuel says, I've never been in the dark web and I don't think I'll ever go there. In movies, I appreciate even extreme violence as long as it's fake. As an example, Lucio... Fulusi, I do apologise, when he was accused of his films of making law butchery, invited the interviewers to turn on the TV on any newscast. So there's Emmanuel's answers. Again, I apologise about the stuttering with rereading these messages. Um, like I said, I will be posting them as a feature-length uh, interview on a separate web page, so you can read it properly. Uh, if I've, you know, if you feel like you've missed anything, but apart from that, that was a manual, and also Alex Hernandez. So thank you very much. Uh, now we're going to move on to Daniel, um, White Gardenia. So here is Daniel's response. Hi, Kirsty. This is Daniel Valiant from White Gardenia, and um, it's great to talk to you again after our conversation last week. Um, but yeah, as far as our segment for XXX Dark Web, um, our segment was called um, 
excuse me, our segment was called Allison's Mouth Fills Up with Blood and Semen. And it's actually the final segment in the film, um, not counting the framing sequence. And um, let's see, why did I do this particular segment? Um, when uh, Demiziano invited us to participate in this anthology, um, I just kind of imagined what I would like to see in a, you know, extreme film anthology. And uh, Demiziano gave us complete uh, freedom to do whatever we wanted. The only guideline that he gave us was that we needed to show a Queen of Hearts playing card at some point in the film. But um, in all the, in, you know, in all the drama and confusion of um, cutting off my finger, I, we totally forgot to pull out the playing card. And um, so I, I filmed, um, later I filmed an addendum scene where we uh, corrected that mistake. But um, ultimately that, that scene with the Queen of Hearts got cut and ended up in the bonus features. But um, the interesting thing about it was, if, if I'm not mistaken, um, and maybe someone could correct me about this if I'm wrong, but I, I think that all of the other directors also, um, I think they, everyone forgot to show a Queen of Hearts playing card. So that was kind of an interesting synchronicity. Um, there were also some other weird synchronicities. Um, you know, we had no clue what anyone else involved with the filming, you know, what anyone else would be filming. We didn't even know who else... Uh, would be involved with the project, but there were some really, I thought there were some really interesting similarities in the various segments, um, like the use of silent film-esque uh, title cards, which popped up in various segments, including my own. And, um, <coughs> excuse me, I, I kind of felt in some way that we were all on, on a similar wavelength, you know, even though we were all in different countries and even speaking different languages, but... Um, uh, you know, I love what the other directors did. I think that um, my segment is probably the weak link. Um, the other segments are, um, in, in my opinion, the other segments are really, really good. I think that uh, Jamie Dunn um, in Severed Cinema, in one of his reviews, noted that this was a, that XXX Dark Web was kind of a horror film for intellectuals. And I, I think that's probably right. I think it's um, it's kind of a thinking man's horror film. And um, so as to the next question, um, yeah, I would, I would love, definitely love to make a full-length feature film. Um, I'd love to make a full-length film with Allison and, um, you know, Cherokee. So yeah, the, the people I usually work with, I, I'd love to work with again. Um, and then as far, as far as what, the next question, what, uh, what films do I like? Um, I, I love... Let's see. I love Liage Dior by Louis Buñuel and Salvador Dali. I love um, Broken Blossoms by D.W. Griffith. I love um, Three Men and One Hammer. I love um, Guinea Pig, The Flower of Flesh and Blood by Hino. I love uh, Curse, Curse of the Cat People by Robert Wise. Um, I love American Guinea Pig Sacrifice by Poison Rouge and Demiziano. Um, I love um, um, the short film My Demon Brother by Kenneth Anger and, um, and, and various other films directed by Kenneth Anger. Um, and then the next question, let's see. So um, in regards to do we have the particular fetish that we acted out on screen yeah I mean I think that the word fetish is very synonymous with a sexual hang-up so I'm not sure that 
fetish is the exact right word. But um, yeah, in 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 the segment, in our segment, Allison's mouth fills up with blood and semen. There there's definitely some um, you know depictions of real life mutilations and blood drinking, and um, as we were saying earlier, you know, it's um, everything in the segment is um, you know nothing is simulated, and so yeah, I think that um, not sure that fetish is the right word, but. Um, yes, as long as I can remember, my sexuality has been intertwined with violence. Um, you know, as, as long as I can remember, I, I can't even get a heart on unless violence or blood is involved. And, of course, in the past, I've been able to um, kind of satisfy that through fantasy or role-playing. But uh, that's, that's one reason I don't have sex, is I don't think... You know, if I was to continue to explore my sexuality more than I already have, I think that it could, potent, you know, could potentially lead somewhere dangerous. I, I'm not, you know, so I'm not really into sexual fetishes. Um, my my sexual fetishes are not accepted in society, and um, probably for good reason. And, um, <coughs> and um, like I also mentioned in a, in an interview a couple weeks ago. I also don't have sex because I've read that, uh, you know, I've read multiple studies that, that suggest that uh, excessive sexual activity might be related to aging in uh, male test subjects. And and uh, I'm trying not to age, not, not you know, just because I'm opposed to death, not to get too far off topic, but uh, but at any rate, sex, so, so sex is not something that I have any interest in pursuing. Um, you know, as I mentioned in that... Uh, interview a couple weeks ago with Severed Cinema, um, I'll have sex or explore sexual fetishes with girls if they'll let me film it and uh, turn it into art, but um, so if, you, if you've seen a video where it looks like I'm having sex, um, I'm not being hypocritical, I just, uh, <clears throat> I'm not being hypocritical, it's, uh, there are a few exceptions, but um, generally speaking, I, um, I don't ever have sex. Uh, I definitely don't ever masturbate. And um, so, yeah, a psychiatrist might say that... Um, <clears throat> a psychiatrist would probably say that I'm sexually repressed. And maybe subconsciously that does... You know, maybe subconsciously that does play into some of the films that I've made. But um, what, I, what I think is that the um, mutilation and uh, blood drinking stuff isn't really sexual per se. I, I mean, I think that Allison would probably agree with me on this. Um, the stuff in XXX Dark Web is not innately sexual. Um, there may be some sexual elements here and there, but um, I think it's a different kind of obsession altogether. Um, you know, there are a million Disney movies and cartoons about vampires drinking people's blood, and um, we don't consider any of that to be sexual or pornographic. So. I think that the, um, I think the blood drinking fetish, you know, I wouldn't really call it a fetish. I think that that might be a useful shorthand term, but I think that instead of fetish, I would probably just call it an obsession just because fetish has that sexual connotation. But, um, I will, I will, um, go ahead and turn this topic of conversation over to one of my favorite people, um, one of my favorite people to work with. And um, I know that she will have something to add to this discussion. And 
that that would be uh, Allison, who is my co-star in XXX Dark Web. I definitely am into blood drinking and the cannibalistic, uh, I guess if you want to call them fetishes, that were part of the film. And I did drink the blood, for sure, and I did eat the finger. And I can't say that the finger tasted good, but I did it. Um, like I said, it's not that often that you're going to get a chance to do that. I was pretty excited about it. Uh, blood drinking is definitely more of my thing. It's a very intimate and it's the life force, you know? I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it's a very um, powerful type of, uh, yeah, like I said, if you want to call it a fetish. I would definitely act in a full-length film. Uh, it would totally depend on the director and their vision. That's super important. And obviously the content, if it was something that I was really interested in, I definitely would do a full-length film. Uh, a lot of work goes into that, but um, like I said, content, director, vision, if it's all there, you can count me in. My opinion on the dark web. I personally don't use the dark web because I don't have a need for it. Um, I think as long as the participants in whatever's going on on there are willing, then it doesn't affect me and I don't care. And I think it should be left alone. I'm not interested in or an advocate for anything relating to children or animals. Other than that, if people want to cut themselves up or buy drugs, sell drugs, whatever, I could give a fuck less. It's their business. So, yep. Okay, so my favorite movies in this order, I'm pretty sure, are The Iron Rose by Jean Rowan. It's an excellent French movie. And um, then The Phantom of the Paradise by Brian De Palma. And last, uh, Fellini's Satyricon, and of course, there's a million more, but those are probably my top three. So thank you to, <clears throat> excuse me, thank you to Daniel and um, Alison for those responses. I really appreciate it. Um, there's one thing I want to finish off with um, this interview so far is one thing I learned from watching Triple X Dark Web is you see a young man at the beginning of the film searching the dark web and you see what he sees and then at the end of the film um you see him sort of getting stalked uh you know and somebody sends him images I don't want to say too much uh but something then happens to him um so it really does show you how dangerous the dark web is. Um, just like Alison said, if you have no need for the dark web, then you shouldn't be going on there. It's a very 
dark and mysterious kind of place so that's what i love about triple x dark web and what it taught you at the end and also um i know daniel had mentioned on facebook that he put his opinion across about um pain and how it is a sort of escapism for what's going on in the world you know some people deal with a lot of stuff and they turn to cutting now there's a whole misconception about when people cut themselves you know some people do it because they're depressed and everything like this and people on the outside immediately look at that like it's a bad thing to do and you know they think they need to seek help and whatnot but they don't think to consider that somebody might be doing it because it's their only way out you know and the only way that they can deal with a situation is by doing that and that is exactly the same with the alternative lifestyle with bdsm whatnot you know there's some submissives out there that enjoy um hook suspension rope suspension metal suspension um in spanking for example is a common one um to let all that frustration out you know it's exactly the same only the difference is you're not cutting yourself and you're not making yourself bleed um you are just releasing all of that negativity so that is another thing i wanted to add before i finished up just so i didn't forget but um thank you again to alex and emmanuel uh, again to Daniel and um, Alison for those responses I do appreciate it and again I do apologize if I couldn't read it all properly <laughs> or say the names I you know I do apologize um, but anyway um, that was triple x dot web part one um, I will be coming back with a part two I don't know when yet but um, you will find out when there will be a part two but other than that, just a side note on the extreme merch. Um, I'm still in the process of creating merch. Um, I don't think it's going to be yet, but it will be in the coming months, I'm pretty sure. Um, the giveaway from the Sam Hell uh, that I did, um, I will be purchasing those products for those winners as soon as I get my card, um, as I had an issue with it. So once that's come i'll be placing the orders for those two people and uh, i will let them know um what else what else what else um i don't think there is anything else um apart from um the book that i'm writing about bdsm uh, more fact um that is coming along very nicely for those that were wondering about the book um i have a book cover for it now i have a back cover for it now i'm just you know in a name so i'm just trying to finish the book off basically but apart from that, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please give it a share with all your friends. And um, I will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.